All right, this is Jordan and Clayton here. And Clayton. <laughs> um, and we're here for another episode of Cocktails with Queens. We actually have a super special guest. We're here with Say Kevi from Camp One Kiki. Hi, it's Woo! me, Kevi. <laughs> Good stuff. We're super excited to have her here. She's sickening on the on her little season there, the premiere season of Camp One Kiki, so she really mm. broke it in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's blessed us with a little visit here tonight. Yay. Yeah. Nice to meet you. Um, so, tell me, tell us a little bit about your experience on Camp Wanakiki. Like, just oh, I'm sure you've been asked this before, but <laughs> let's uh, let's dive into it. So, what'd you think? It was an experience. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I experienced. What things. was your favorite <laughs> challenge? Oh, favorite challenge. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh. Probably Camp Spirit. So I was really disappointed I didn't make it to that one. Mm, okay, <laughs> all right, all right. For yeah. sure. uh, I'm curious too, how many of like the girls on the show did you already know beforehand? Did you know any of them? I knew Alexis. Mm-hmm. I'd been talking to Muffy, mm-hmm. and I'd met Olasia once. Okay. That was... So still some new faces in there for mm-hmm. you. Uh-huh. And I'm nice. sure like you guys are all pretty tight now. Oh, since yeah. The show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Immediately, we all just like bonded, mm-hmm. yeah, and we just became really close over the course of the week, and just became this really tight sisterhood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very summer camp, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so sure. true to the brand there. Definitely. Yeah. Well, I personally, I mean, I love the whole concept for the show. I thought it was, you know, super fresh, but still familiar. You know, it was a really good uh, approach to a different style of drag and showcasing that. Um, I'm curious, how did you, when did you first hear about it, like casting and all that? Yeah, so it was back in um, March, maybe. I get a message from my friend Mark over at Feast of Fun, mm. and he's like, oh, hey, by the way, I recommended you for a project. Mm. You might be hearing from Hamburger Mary soon. Nice. And then a few minutes later, I get a message from Ashley Wright, who's Apple Pie, or Apple Brown Betty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> The Sugar Baker twin. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, hey, I want to talk to you about some project. Can I call you? And I'm like, yeah, let's talk. Mm -hmm. So then she calls up and she's like, can you keep a secret? And I'm like, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) And she's like, wrong answer. Uh (laughs) I mean, yes, I mean, yes. (laughs) And then she's like, yeah, we've got this show that we're planning. Mm -hmm. And... I talked to Mark and Fausto, and they said you'd be a great fit for it, so you want to do it? Wow. Yeah. That's super awesome. It's good to have connections. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Wait, uh, any talks of coming back for a second season, maybe as a guest judge, or? Oh, I mean, if there are, I can't say anything, of course. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> well, of course. Of course. No I... exclusives here. <laughs> I'm definitely looking forward to future seasons of the show. You know, I thought they did great with this initial season, and I can just see it really snowballing into, you know, something really big. So I'm super happy and hopeful for the entire project, the entire team. Um, But anyways, enough about that. I'm curious to know more about just your experience with drag in Chicago, because, uh, like, what's your hometown? I want to know that, too. Chicago. Okay. Oh, nice. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I've always been in Chicago. Mm -hmm. I went to Indiana for a few years for college, mm-hmm. and that was actually where I started okay. drag originally. Ah, yeah. Where in Indiana? Um, Valparaiso, Northwest. Okay. okay. Yeah. yeah I don't so know. like, 
the liberal oh. part. Okay. In quotes. Yeah. Liberal pocket. <laughs> if there could be one, that is it. Yeah. If there is uh-huh. one. So what's more of like the tea as far as performing in Chicago? I mean, from everything I've seen so far, it's super diverse here and, you know, super welcoming as yeah. far as like a, from the perspective of just the audience member, it seems to be really diverse. I'm curious if you feel the same way. Yeah, Chicago has a very diverse group of performers. Mm-hmm. Like, really anything goes kind of town. Like, mm-hmm. when you go to a show, you have no idea what to expect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just, I think that really gives Chicago Queens the opportunity to really explore themselves and, like, discover, like, new ways of doing drag. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that's so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, coming from most of our scene that we've been in the drag scene, kind of just as audience members and participating a little bit has been in Ohio. Toledo was pretty pretty artistic yeah. and kind of more welcoming. But our experience in Dayton, they were a little bit more a little more pageant, and it Very wasn't quite as experimental. Okay. Super so traditional. We, that's one of my favorite things about the drag scene here is mm-hmm. like just how, I mean, it's like Toledo was, but on like, on the tens, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like ten times what that was. So yeah, like, I love that about it. Yeah, it's just it, it it's like surprising that like Chicago is not only like the town that houses like the most prestigious drag pageant, mm-hmm. the continental mm-hmm. pageantry right. yes, system, yes. but then on top of it also has all of this other drag. It's mm-hmm. so cool. All these layers of artistry, and it's and just yeah, like, come as you are. And shows, 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 like, every night you can, like, catch something different, oh, you yeah. know, which I love about it, too. Mm-hmm. You know, not everybody's weekend is uh, Friday through Sunday, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. I, I love uh, being able to go out on a Monday and, like, there is, like, a good fucking show, you know. And it's you not still have options on a Monday, you know yeah. what I mean? That's it's not just, cool like, thing. one show. Right. Who uh, are some of your favorite performers in Chicago? Ooh, okay. So, my all-time favorite is Sarah Andrews. Mm -hmm. She is stunning. So beautiful and pretty and like the attitude she conveys it's like she's just so cheery and chipper and like positive and bubbly and it's so cute and like like, she even has that when she's like completely naked on stage Mm -hmm. and I just live for that and like Mm -hmm. when I saw her as like a baby tranny, I was like, this is what I want to be. Uh-huh. I want to be a fat Sarah Andrews. Hashtag <laughs> <laughs> goals. Yes. Mm, I love that. I mean, we haven't got to see her live. I've just on like social, you know, and on YouTube and stuff like that. Yeah, but. she hasn't performed as much since her wig takeout business mm, took off. But mm-hmm. oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. Now her like wig takeout account has more followers than her Sarah Andrews account. Like, wow. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Well, where's there's where there's demand, you know? Right. That's good. That's, yeah. that's really good. I bet she, I mean, I'm assuming she makes more money doing that and like for maybe even less work, you know, mm-hmm. being a performer. It's, it takes a lot. It's hard. It's hard freaking yeah. work. Like, yeah, obviously yeah. you know that. Hopefully right. she loves it. Yeah. Are you friends with her? Oh yeah. Yeah. She mm-hmm. love it. Mm-hmm. Good. And that's what that's what counts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Sarah Andrews is up there. Yeah. As well as Kamora Hall. Mm-hmm. Who is just like Chicago's soul queen. Yeah. Like her Patty LaBelle is just 
everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we caught her doing Patti LaBelle at Drag Matinee back in, I think, maybe it was October? Yeah, it was so good. I mean, she had the full Bob Mackie, obviously. Always you know. in Bob Mackie. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I, yeah, so I love her. And yeah. then, like, my other top three queen is the Vixen. Mm-hmm. Have you gotten to, like, do you know the Vixen personally? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I've known her for a few years now. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And, like, just, I I really appreciate who she is and what she stands for. Mm-hmm. And the platform she she's made for herself. Mm-hmm. And that she doesn't tolerate shit. Yeah. <laughs> she, like... She shakes things up that needs to be shaken up, mm-hmm. and just we need more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It kind of seems like with all those girls, it's sort of something you're trying to pull into your own your own drag. Would you say that's true? Oh, totally. Mm-hmm. Who are some of your non drag drag influences? So, like pulling from other pop culture elements, if that's huh. a thing for you. Yeah. So, um, I I do get a lot of inspiration from. Like art museums, mm-hmm. yeah. Like when I first started out with like getting into drag, I was in school getting an art history degree, and I was like, if I end up making it big with the drag stuff, I need to make this degree worth it. So I better work it into my performances and there my looks. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the cool thing with drag. It's like everyone's, you know side talents and hobbies can usually be channeled back into it Mm -hmm. to make it, you know, work for them, whether it's hair or makeup, you know, Mm -hmm. making things in general, you know, I Mm -hmm. love that. Just the artistry behind it all can Mm -hmm. be kind of pulled into the palette, Mm -hmm. put put into, you know, the the art form of drag. I love Mm -hmm. that. Yeah, and then I also, like, have, um, like, the past year or so been really into like, clown kind of drag. Mm-hmm. And, like, doing more, like, cartoony faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been into that a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Did you start more, like, traditional makeup? Like, when you were first getting into drag? Yeah. So it's yeah, a ba- shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baby Kevy was like, I need to follow all of the rules uh-huh. to the T in order to, like, do anything. Mm-hmm. And then, like, as soon as I got good at that, I was like, okay, now let's ditch this and let's ditch that and like right. screw all of that okay now there's whatever this is mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah for sure you do have to get the foundations though clearly and then right you know it's like with any art form really you get the foundations and then you can mix and mold and break it apart and create mm-hmm. something new with one it. of my favorite um art teacher quotes in my experience was uh once you know how to once you know the rules then you're allowed to break them. Right. Mm-hmm. I think it was yeah. like, I might have even been like third grade art teacher. Oh my like, God. That, that's going back for that one. But that Yes, I, I, I've heard a similar thing and I firmly believe that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got to get your foundation. Got to mm-hmm. put it, it's like a rite of passage, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. So what's like, um, you, art history, art mm-hmm. museum, kind of like tea, all of that. What are some artists that you... Are inspired by just as like a person, not necessarily a drag queen, but if that's obviously, I'm sure that's part of it. But what are what are some of your favorite just artists? Yeah, so um, let's see. Of course, Frida Kahlo. Okay, Ooh. like just again because you say of course, but that's like 
That's like, whoop, here we go. <laughs> I, I, I mean, like, she is just quintessential, like, bisexual mm-hmm. pride. Like, mm-hmm. just being very, she was proud Latina, proud queer. She was just all of this stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, while, she, like, she was a surrealist artist. And a lot of people don't associate her with, like, the European surrealists, mm. but she was very much part of that. Yeah, for sure. But her, she took it a step further by applying surrealism to the self-portrait, mm-hmm. which is like I think is so clever and creative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like just constantly in her art, playing with mm. what is gender, mm-hmm. like what is sexuality, what is my national heritage, like all of that stuff. I yeah. just I really love that. Do you consider, um, would you describe your drag art as uh, surreal? Um, yeah, Mm -hmm. totally. Like, my drag is definitely weird and confusing. (laughs) And a lot of people don't get it or it makes them uncomfortable, but Mm -hmm. that's just part of what I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not out there to be, like, the next impressionist yeah right. easy to stomach yeah for safe sure. comfortable thing i hear that and i think that's why you've had such a good response from camp wanakiki even with all those other weirdos you still stood out for being you know different amongst them even mm-hmm. honestly yeah. thought it was really cute yeah, that's great <laughs> yeah. and then another artist i really mm-hmm. love is ivan albright I'm not familiar with that mm-hmm. one. No, he's a um, 20th century Chicago artist, mm-hmm. early 20th century, who um, his works are very hard to describe. They are very gruesome mm. and so intricately detailed in a very disturbing way, mm. but also filled with so much vibrant color mm. and beauty. Mm. It's like, just this, like, I'm just awestruck anytime mm. I see his work because it's just, like, the beauty in the grotesque. Mm. Mm-hmm. Is he a painter, it sounds like? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, like, um, there, like, there's this one painting he did of the, the model who posed for it was like 19 years old and he painted her as this old fat woman. Oh, no way. Yeah. And like in it, she's like staring into a mirror and like the way I interpreted it is that like he painted her as this vain young woman saw herself by exaggerating Mm -hmm. everything she saw as a flaw. Mm -hmm. And so like you see like, the like hairs on her legs where she missed it shaving. Mm. You see every fold in her skin. You see like the patches of like redness and just yeah. Wow, yeah. Is, is this guy super well known? It's, his work sounds really interesting. Um, not particularly outside of the Chicago art scene. Oh wow, mm. yeah. What what was his name? Um, Ivan Albright. Okay, I'll yeah. definitely have to look mm-hmm. him up after. Yeah, that sounds yeah. super exciting to me too. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love Chicago art. I'm I'm a very loyal person i'm love everything chicago-y hell yeah <laughs> yeah so like i love all chicago drag and chicago mm-hmm. art Ooh, another chicago artist i love is ed paschke ed paschke mm-hmm. okay he was more 
20th century, mid to late 20th century. And, um, again, very weird stuff, very political stuff. Mm. And, um, like, were you guys familiar with the Cows on Parade art movement thing? Mm-mm. No. Okay, no. that was a public art thing Chicago did in, I think, 1999. Okay. Where they hired, like, 300 artists to paint these cow sculptures that would go around the city. Mm. Pashkis was meant to represent Chicago. So the head of the cow was painted like the Chicago Bulls logo. Mm. And the body was covered with Chicago gang signs. Oh, shit. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and when this was, like, back in the day, too. Yeah. yeah. And so after two or three days of being up, it was taken down. Wow. Yeah. Oh, so, like... Yeah, very that. Uh-huh. I'm, I'm super <laughs> okay. curious too about your tattoos because oh, yeah, I, I mean I want to know the backstory, but for my like initial when I initially first saw them, I was super confused because I mean I didn't I just didn't know I didn't know if they were like painted on or you know yeah exactly mm-hmm. I mean they're so like bold with the colors yeah it's crazy. such like a choice I've never seen that I I, yeah them. I want to know like how long ago you got them and just sort of what inspired you in general for anybody um listening oh, yeah. the the tattoos are tattooed over her stretch marks, um, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and they are, I mean, they're really, really well done. They're just very detailed, and they go all through her, like, fr- from her front to all the way to her back. Um, anywhere there's stretch marks, it's um, tattooed, and it has, like, a rainbow sort of gradient moment going on. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so um, I started getting them done last year. Um yeah, it's not completely done. I'd like to get a few more areas patched up and mm-hmm. filled out. But, um, I don't know. I was just thinking that, um, like, body positivity is very much something that, like, I represent, like, every day in, like, existing and also in my performance, right. in mm-hmm. my drag. And I felt like, Stretch marks are something that a lot of people are ashamed of. Or, like, yeah, something that they don't like about themselves. And I was like, what can I do to turn that around? Mm. How can I make them into something that people will look at and be like, wow, those stretch marks look beautiful. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let's get them colorful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you really flipped it on its head completely, yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. And like, I totally resonate with that. I mean, I um, I gained a lot of weight whenever we were back uh, living in his hometown the past couple of years, and I have some, and I, I like, it, 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 I know what you mean, like, I never, like, my friend has had babies, like, back home, like, one of my best friends, and um, she's talked about it before, like, having them, and how, like, she's embarrassed, and I'm like, you know, you shouldn't be ashamed of those, you know, that's just it's who you are it's it's just part of you and then like i got them from like <laughs> me for me and i was like oh like fuck like but i love like the whole just really owning it and turning it into something like you know that you love about yourself because really it's yeah. nothing to be ashamed of you know like mm-hmm. that's amazing it's a yeah. very body positive art ho <laughs> yeah yeah, <very laughs> yeah and then i also like at the same time was just envisioning myself as this like someday this beautiful transsexual pageant queen 
like mm-hmm. out there in all of these those like sheer gowns they mm-hmm. have mm. and how like having this color showing through would just amplify that so much yeah oh wow, be yeah. such a wow moment mm-hmm. it really would be <laughs> that is so cool definitely Wow. Well, we're getting pretty close to time, but I have a couple things I want to ask you still, too. Okay. Um, I'm super curious about what your proudest moment is in drag that you've done so far, and also kind of where you see yourself slash where you want to take Kevy in the future with your art. Oh, those are two very They're difficult questions. Um, you've been a great, you've been great on this, so I have all you. the faith in you. <laughs> you, you got this. Uh, um... Well, like, I'd say proud moment would be, um, just all the messages I receive, Mm -hmm. like, all, all, all the time I have people just saying, like, that me being out there doing what I do, like, really impacts them and helps them be more comfortable with who they are. Mm-hmm. And then, like, y- usually in the moment I'll be like, oh, that's nice. Like, I know I'm great. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's, like, really powerful that, like, mm-hmm. I'm able to have that kind of impact on them. Yeah. I really want to put out more music. Mm. Um, Are you a singer? I wouldn't go that far. Okay. But um, as as a baby trans person, very confused about who I was, I found myself writing a lot. Like writing music to help me understand more about who I was and what I was going through and what it meant to me and other people around me. And I, I feel like because that stuff was so helpful to me that perhaps it would also be helpful to other people who are going through that. Yeah. So I'd really like to be able to put that out there for people to hopefully help them along their journey. Hmm. Hell yeah. I mean, if you're going if you're going through it and like you know somebody else is somebody who maybe not isn't as strong as you and younger. your your art, your music, you know, all of yeah, yeah, younger, that could be, you know, the difference for them really, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Like in terms of I mean, I don't want to go like too far down that rabbit hole, but I mean, it's true. People just, you know, living their truth is really like you know, empowering to others that might not feel comfortable doing it at that time, you know? Mm-hmm. Living your truth, for a lot of people, is an act of resistance itself, you yeah. know? Just being who you are and being visible, it's really important. So I love that. I think, and music's a great, you know, great thing to pursue because you can always channel it back in your performances, mm-hmm. you can do that shit on stage, it's your song, it's, yeah. you know, it funnels back in, so I think it's good. I love that. Thanks. And you're gonna make it happen. I can yeah. tell. I can tell from your spirit. You know, you're gonna you're gonna do it. So, <laughs> yes. let's. Um, speaking of your spirit and body positivity and your awesomeness, 
We have a photo shoot to do. Oh, yes. So, uh... But first we got a present to open. Oh my god, Aww. you're so right! <laughs> yes, Kevy was gracious enough to bring us a gift when... I mean, this is the first time we met her, and she just did not need to do this. So we're super excited. It's adorable. It has this glamorous metallic uh, packaging with florals and a lovely little, like, velvet red ribbon. It's just too much. It's the Joy to the World gift from Lush. Amazing. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lush. <laughs> yes. Open up, puppy. Yeah, I work at Lush, so I plug them as often as I can in <laughs> oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, we love Lush, too. It's actually super funny Do you because... Want scissors? I like this ribbon. I'm going to say this ribbon, child. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I repurpose everything. That is Yay. true. That is very true. But yeah, it's exciting because we didn't have a Lush near us before. Oh, I'm and so now sorry. I know. We're from like, the, so <laughs> the backwoods of Ohio, honestly. So. Yeah, but after we moved from Toledo down to Dayton, when I say Dayton, I mean like 45 minutes like east of Dayton, almost in Indiana. Oh, damn. Yeah. Like in the corn mm-hmm. is like where we live. So Ooh. my hometown. What are you going to do? Yeah. <laughs> It was fun, but obviously you can tell why we uh, moved. (laughs) Ready for bigger things. Oh, and also this wrapping paper is recyclable. Most wrapping paper isn't, but Lush's is. Oh, that's so cool. And the packing peanuts are made of vegetable starch, so they're compostable and biodegradable and edible. Mm. (laughs) You better stop. Oh, my God. They smell good, too. I'm going to try one. (laughs) <laughs> you are fooling. It kind of it tastes like a veggie chip. <laughs> oh my gosh. So that is the oh. golden pear soap. Amazing. It, oh my gosh. Yeah. It looks like a macaroon. It, it, yeah, that's what it's inspired by. Oh, I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's got the um, cocoa butter oh. and shea butter in the center. It smells so atmosphere. good. Right? Come through, Lush Queen. Yeah. So yes. the Thank golden you pear, so and then we got the Dream Cream Body Lotion. Oh, Which is a really right lovely now. lotion. It's super moisturizing. It's 37% oat milk. <laughs> so yeah, so it's very, very nice. Testing it live on air. It feels so good. Right? Confirmed. Uh, <laughs> my review is 10 out of 10. <laughs> well, that was just so nice. That Thank was you very so much, nice. Kevin. Thank you yeah, so much, Kevin. We appreciate it. Beautiful. Well, let's, uh, let's go ahead and bounce on this so we can get started with our photo shoot. I'm super All right, excited. Let's do it. All right. So uh, signing off, this is Clayton, Jordan, and Kevy. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.